We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. Put this in my lips, in my lips, in my lips. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Fuck you to the FBI. Fuck you to the FBI. Good morning, everybody. Fuck you to the FBI. Absolutely. It's Thursday. Mega Thursday. Another great video. I don't give a fuck. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Y'all I love it. Good morning. Good morning. Fuck the FBI. You gotta love it. Another great way to start the morning. Another great video. The Dilly Meme Team does it again, MAGA Devil Dog. I actually just came across that video this morning and said, oh, this is great. Seeing how probably the feckless, gutless FBI is going to do anything about the uh, Insurrection 2.0 that happened yesterday at the Capitol. But we'll get into that. What's happening? It's Thursday. Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone in the chat. I see uh, Hogman's in the chat. Rocket. AP Unfiltered. Band Mom. Band Mom is in the chat. Who plays in the band, band mom? What do they play? My daughter plays the alto sax. I play the drums, bagpipes, a little musical. 
I'm a little musical. Jobs dead's in the house. Up, oh, you got his merch. Good. Yes. We do have some pretty awesome hats. We're coming out with some more, with some with some cool hats coming soon. Um, yeah, we're working on some other merch. Who else we got? Jobs dead. Make sure I didn't miss anybody. I had people still coming in. Anyway, hold on here. What's going on with my buttons? Good morning, everyone. It's another great day in MAGA world. MAGA Thursday, which means it's Freedom Friday Eve. We're not having a Freedom Friday show tomorrow night. I have a family obligation tomorrow evening. Sometimes, you know, it just has to happen. We may do a weekend show. Not sure yet. But, uh, uh, drum corps alum R Carpy fifty five sixty two. Which you're, you're this has got to be your third time back, if I'm right. So happy you're coming back. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the comments. You guys have been great, killing it on the comments. Jonathan Allen, did you play the rusty trombone? <laughs> I had to, man. I had to. Band mom. My youngest was in high school, marching band and drumline. See all the drummers. Drummers do everything best. Drummers are, are, are great at everything. And we're, we, always, we always got good rhythm. We're always banging good, too. <laughs> Sorry, I, I said that, band mom. <laughs> yeah, everyone take a minute now and share the show. Post it on your social medias, wherever you can. If you have a good email list, throw the show link out. Do something. Leave a comment. Leave a thumbs up. <clears throat> First time here, jump in the chat and let us know. Where you're from, we got a great we got a great little morning community here, and it's growing. So we want to add more like-minded patriots to it. We got a lot going on. Let me tell you, I'm like watching the news yesterday, and the news cycle just, just it was like a whirlwind. And then you know we can't get a <clears throat> speaker elected in the house, and then you know there's insurrection 2.0, and AOC died twice, and it was just all all kinds of shit happening, you know. So. Anyway, before, excuse me, I have something like caught in my throat. Uh, before we get uh, into some of the stuff, a couple of things I just want to, I want to get through. Uh, the morning console polls this morning, pretty awesome. Um, and interactive polls on Twitter, they just, they just repost all of the, uh, all the polls that are happening all over the country, the various polling and, and things like that. But <clears throat> excuse me again, sorry. Trump leads Biden in five of seven swing states. Now, whether you believe in polls or not, and I typically don't, when you have so many polls showing the same results as far as Trump, uh, the front runner as the Republican nominee, which we all know, you know, 40, 50, even sometimes 60%. But now you're seeing that he's leading Biden in five of the seven swing states. But of course, numbers change. But in Georgia, Trump is beating Biden uh, plus five, 48 to 43. Arizona, Trump is up 4%, 47 to 43. Wisconsin, he's up two points, 46 to 44. Pennsylvania, he's up a point. Small margins, but, you know, it's, there's momentum there. There's momentum. North Carolina, he's up four points, 47 to 43. Michigan, they're tied. <clears throat> and Nevada, Biden is up three points, 46 to 43. So, He's tied in Michigan, and he's up by at least between one and five points in five of the seven swing states. I would take that as a positive. Yes, I think we could agree with that. 
AC AOC died twice. New T-shirt. She did. I heard she. The insurrection was happening yesterday, and all of those pro Hamas. Oh, and they were all Jews, by the way. Pro Hamas Jewish people. What were you took over the rotunda and the press? Uh, a second level of the rotunda, and they were all outside. They harassed Marjorie Taylor knee pads. They actually got out onto the balcony where she was, <clears throat> which. I don't understand why the, the Capitol Police and everybody weren't throwing all of the members of Congress into secret, you know, uh, safe rooms like they did when the MAGA Republicans showed up and walked through the rotunda like uh, like they were sightseeing. And then here you have these animals chanting and yelling and the Capitol Police struggling with some of them. But again, we'll get into that. We have some video and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call them the 1018ers, like the J6ers. We'll call them the uh, the 1018ers. Any of them are going to get arrested, bank accounts frozen, FBI is going to come, bear cats on their lawns and dragging them out of their homes. Rocket, I wonder if they will track cell phones and bank accounts. There you go. The the ten the 1018ers, the October 18thers, whatever you want to call. Someone called it a Hamas erection. That didn't sound right. That literally sounded like what it sounded like a mass erection <laughs> that's fucked up anyway <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm never saying that again it's like chuck schumer when he said it on the on the senate floor donald trump incited an, an erection and then he, he caught himself and he had the head shake and that was great that made it into a lot of a lot of memes oh laura ann's in the chat <coughs> excuse me my throat is not cooperating with me this morning. Must have been all that talk about rusty trombones in the chat earlier. Oh, so yesterday was your birthday. Chaser Mayor. Chaser Mayor. Just making sure I'm reading that right. Chaser Mayor 18. Well, happy birthday to you on <clears throat> Insurrection 2.0 Day. That's great. So before we get into all that stuff, I'm going to, because there's, there's something I'm going to tease. But first, we're going to get it out of the, sh out of the way early. Uh, and we're going to go and check out, of course, the best cigar company in America and the best commercial made by the best meme team ever. So stand by. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco 
to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Patriot Cigar Company, my company, owned and operated by myself, my family, and some other great patriots that help along the way. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off, and you'll get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. reason why I wanted to get that out of the way, <clears throat> I'm going to do a little teaser. Those of you that follow the, follow the Dilly Show and follow their sponsors, and I'm one of the proud sponsors of the Dilly Show, uh, you probably heard of a company, Beard Vet Coffee. Beard Vet Coffee, right here. See it? There you go. If you haven't heard of them, you should. They're all over Twitter. Pro MAGA, pro Trump, true patriots. The guys are great. Veterans. Been talking to them uh, quite often recently. And, uh, well, they're also a proud sponsor of the Dilly Show and uh, heavily involved with the, uh, the Dilly family. And we figured, hey, I've always, back in the day, even before I launched my cigar company, I'm a big coffee fanatic. I was going to launch a, a cigar, uh, a coffee company. And I, you know, I, my heart was in the cigars and, that, and that's where I, I wanted to be. But then, you know, I'm not a big alcohol drinker with cigars. I don't, I'm not one of those people that like to uh, do a lot of the bourbon and, and scotch pairings and things with cigars. I mean, they have their place and I enjoy it, but what I'm really into is, is coffee and cigars. <clears throat> and uh, a lot of people are like, oh, really? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a phenomenal pairing. Anyway, and I said, you know, I, I'd love to do something with a cigar coffee combo. And um, I was speaking with them and, Actually, yesterday we were on the phone, and, well, it looks like it's a work in progress. Beard Vet Coffee is going to brand a couple blends for the Patriot Cigar Company, a dark roast and a medium roast, which are going to be available in coffee and cigar bundles on the website. So you're going to have two great Patriot companies coming together and, um, you know, collaborating and uh, well, promoting each other because you're going to see uh, Beard Vet Coffee with the Patriot Cigar logo on it available hopefully soon, maybe maybe even before the holidays. And it'll be available with, with cigars, and it may even be available just, just solo bags. But I'm pretty excited about it because I think Beard Vet <clears throat> is <laughs> – oh, you're killing me. I love it. I think Beard Vet is a great company. Guys are great over there. Uh, Kenny, Sean, all, they're all great over there. And uh, I think this is going to be a great collaboration of, of, of two uh, businesses that one are conservative patriot owned, love MAGA, love Donald Trump. I just wanted to tease that, uh, that uh, Beard Vet Coffee is uh, going to be <clears throat> blending some uh, Patriot cigar coffees. We're going to have a dark roast. It's going to be called the Maduro, and we're going to have a, a medium roast. It's going to be called the, the Habano blend, and I think it's going to go great. And uh, I know, Hog, you're not into coffee. You're into liquor and horse. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm not a big coffee drinker, but my wife loves it. I need to order her more Beard Vet coffee soon. No, you, you should. Everybody should be drinking Beard Vet coffee. It's great. Um, liquor and horse have their place. Yes. Band Mom, you like coffee with your creamer. All right, enough of that. Let's get into some stuff. I just wanted to tease that. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off, and you get free shipping on orders 
over $100, which is, uh, which is great. And if you're on the email list, you'll also get other sale offers. If you've ordered before and you're on the email list, they don't just pop up on the website. If you're following the cigar company on Instagram, Patriot Cigar Company, or you're on the email list, you can go to the website and just sign up for the emails. I don't bombard you with emails. I only send out emails when there's a special offer. And, and it's not every day. It's not every week. Like right now, I'll tell you, there's a 30% promo code for the Hellfire cigar. We have a, um, uh, an abundance of them. So five packs and boxes of the Hellfire cigar. You can use promo code Hellfire and get 30% off the Hellfire cigar. But you know, some people have already seen because they're on the email list. So if you want to get the really, really good sale uh, options occasionally, get on the email list. And that's either by ordering something or just going on the website, mypatriotcigars.com, and just signing up for the emails. All right. What do we got? We have <clears> – so the polls look good in the swing states. I, I love seeing it. I think it's great. The guy just, you know, Donald Trump just keeps getting more support and more support, and we love to see it, and we're all working hard to make sure that that happens. We see it on social media and other places. And then, of course, we get – I guess I'll call it we get kicked in the dick once in a while when we see something that they have literally destroyed the lives of conservatives, MAGA Republicans, whatever you want to call it, people on the right. Like you take January 6th and you literally had grandmas walking through um, the Capitol, smoking a cigarette, taking pictures with self uh, with with cops, taking selfies with cops who opened the door for them in the first place and allowed them in, showed them where to go, move barricades, all that nonsense. We don't have to rehash January 6th. But then we have October 18th. And we have a, this happen. We have this disaster in the Middle East that we're going to be getting involved in heavily, heavily. And we're trying to elect a house speaker, which is going to fail again by the way. I'll get into that in a second. I was on the phone late last night uh, with one of my favorite members of Congress uh, having a bullshit sec- session for about 45 minutes, and uh, they're, not, they're not going to elect um, Jim Jordan today. They will, will be, from what it looks like, they just won't. I mean, who knows how many times they're going to sit for a vote today or if they're going to sit once and they're going to um, you know, take the rest of the day off. They should hunger down in that chamber and do it as many times until they get it right. And there are still 22 holdouts. And a lot of them are crying like little cunts because they're saying, we're getting death threats on our voicemails. First of all, if you're calling members of Congress, all right, don't be an idiot and threaten violence. Don't be, don't be a retard. You know, it's, it, it's, it should be common sense, but unfortunately, it, I also believe that there are I, I've seen things on Twitter where there are leftist scumbags that are, are are telling people to call Republican members of Congress and and there's different messaging all over. And it doesn't wouldn't surprise me if leftists are calling and acting like Republicans and Republican constituents and making threats as well. I'd like to believe that the average conservative or the average MAGA Republican would not be calling their congressman and threatening violence. I would really hope that that's not happening. But in the last 24 hours, they've had over 200 death threats to members of Congress. And Capitol Police, the investigating unit, are investigating every single one of them. 
And again, if you're going to call your member of Congress, if they're even answering the phone at this point, there are 22 holdouts, scumbags. Don't threaten them. Don't threaten violence. And I think the the next, which I've mentioned this already. If you're if you're making monthly donations to a member of Congress and they're not doing what you think is right, you should immediately cut off that donation that you're making every month. And a lot of people do it. I, I was doing it. I've cut them all off. I've cut them all off. For uh, two months now, I've, I've stopped all everything. And, you know, now is the season where you get a lot of fundraising calls. I get them daily from people that aren't in Congress, that are running for Congress, that are in Congress and running for re-election. And I get the phone calls and the texts. And I will tell you, just um, stop donating cut the funds off make make a make an impact tell as many people as possible stop donating to these scumbags um campaigns <laughs> they give it enrique tario another 22 years for the protest that he organized yesterday. Yeah, it's all Enrico Tario's fault. They're all going to add charges to all of the Proud Boys <laughs> because of, of the 1018 insurrection. We know you were in jail already, but we know you planned that, so we're going to give you another 38 years. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, the whole... Jim Jordan doesn't have the votes for the next round. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows how many side meetings are going to have to have after every vote? The Republican Party is a fucking joke. It is a joke. I'm embarrassed. I am so embarrassed. Embarrassed. Like when the Democrats are on on social media and they're just badgering people because we can't we Republicans because we can't get our act together. Sometimes it's just hard to respond because that's how fucking embarrassed I am about these gutless fucks. It's really messed up. Insurrection. Screaming far-left protesters storm Capitol, shut down Rotunda, demand Israeli ceasefire in Gaza. Not only that, but we have members of Congress in the um, Hamas caucus or the, the Jihad squad are literally inciting this. You know, Donald Trump was doing his rally on January 6th and said, peacefully and patriotically, you're going to go to the Capitol. Well, these people didn't say that. Does that mean they don't get arrested? They don't get investigated by the FBI? It's crazy. But again, yeah, it's only legal when Democrats do it. Screaming leftists entered the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday in an attempt to coerce lawmakers to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. <clears throat> Just allow these crazy goat fuckers to run around neighborhoods and kill people. So I'm going to find it hopefully before the end of the show. I should have brought it up. Last night I'm on YouTube. I'm looking at a couple things, right? There's a video up there that was posted by the IDF. And I can't believe it was still up last night. It was the, the video. Hold on a second. The video was seven hours old. I'm not going to play the video because there's a lot of it. There's no audio. There's some that's audio. And the, this is a video of, of, uh, dash cams, surveillance cams, and then also the cameras, the GoPros that the Hamas goat fuckers were wearing. And it's really, really fucking graphic of what they were doing in these neighborhoods. Like, legit, 
um, closed circuit uh, TV. And I'm I've been... oh, sorry about that. I'm going to find I'm just on YouTube right now. Give me one second. I want to really find this. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop the link in the chat. See if it comes up. Uh, give me one second. It might have been taken down. Hold on. Oh, it's still up there. I can't even believe it. I'm shocked that YouTube allows this up. And again, it's an 11-minute video. I'm going to dump it in the chat right now. That's the link to it. And it's wild. And, and again, you know, YouTube takes down things when, when, when you talk positive about Donald Trump. But here, they're going to leave this up. And the, the IDF did post it, but I'm just surprised that YouTube has, has left it up. Anyway, so these leftists and Democrats run into the Capitol. They're sitting there. They're, they're yelling and screaming. The uh, sergeant of, at arms of Congress, the House, says, um, oh, they're just exercising their First Amendment right. The Capitol Police were struggling with some of them. They put them in handcuffs. I guess they, they were doing things that they shouldn't have been done. Listen, they all should have been arrested. Capitol Police is surrounding them, like almost looked like protecting them. And this is all while the Congress is, the House is trying to elect a speaker. So do we have a trespassing charge? Do we have a, a they, they couldn't hold the House vote a, a, anymore. They, they didn't hold votes anymore, most likely because of what was going on in the rotunda. Literally, they were, they had the run of the place. So I, I heard that Biden overpowered the Secret Service and grabbed the steering wheel of the beast to drive to the Capitol. Actually, almost rocket. He was on his way back from Israel on Air Force One, and he, he went up to the cockpit, and he, Joe Biden kicked the door in, and he punched the pilot in the face and says, we, you got to get me to the Capitol. That's actually what happened with Joe Biden. It was actually on Air Force One. <laughs> <clears throat> the anti-Israel mob took over the rotunda, screaming against Israel and demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. The mob also hung flags on the Capitol rails. Oh, look, here we go. Here we go. It's an insurrection. The Capitol Police trying to grab the flag from them. Hmm. I mean... That, that looks a, a lot more intense than what J6ers were doing inside the Capitol, no? I mean, are they going to get the January 6th treatment from the Biden regime? I mean, is, is anyone? Oh, yeah, here we go. Here's another one. <laughs> Look at all these people. They went... The second level here is where all the media sets up to do all the media hits for the members of Congress and all these people. Jews say ceasefire now. The Jews against Israel. It's interesting. 
It's just, it's, I mean, it's all, it's all bizarre. It's all, it's all bizarre. It really is. The leftist mob, for, mob formed a sit-in protest restricting movement in the building. So, I, how come nobody got shot in the face? How come nobody with... Uh, where was the Ashley Bobbitt of the bunch? It's, it's just... Look. I'm all for the right to assemble. But what's the double standard? Oh, we got some, we got mask wearers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm all for the right to assemble. But what about, again, the, the double standard is, is, is unbelievable. I, I don't. Yeah. And here we got. We got, we got some more videos. Let's see if we can make these larger. There you go. Oh, here we go. So here's the Capitol Police. Look at all this camera equipment. The Capitol Police are now fighting with them. Look, this mask-wearing idiot. I don't know. It looks a little violent to me. What do we got here? Here's another one. Look. Very January 6th. Where's the tear gas? I don't know. Here's more. All the cameras. Getting their message across. The 1018ers, everyone. Where is their defense fund? The 1018ers. I don't know. There was another video of, and I, I didn't bring that up, but Marjorie Taylor Greene was on camera speaking about it and showing in the outside of the Capitol off the balcony all the people out there. And there were, there, were, there were tons of people. And then all of a sudden, someone started screaming and is out on the balcony with her and talking about, the, the blood of Gaza is on your hands and got right in Marjorie Taylor Greene's face. All right? So, you know, finally, a Capitol Police officer kind of nonchalantly walks over into the balcony and another guy in a suit, and they, they back him out. They didn't... Not for nothing, but if that guy was wearing a Make America Great Again hat and there was a Democrat on that balcony, they would have been wrestling that guy to the ground in chokehold, most likely killing him right there off the side of the balcony. Yeah, they'll probably be released the next day and get paid. Yeah, they, they threw some people in handcuffs. It's, it's just... And none of them will care. And here's another thing, again... Go back to talking about how Donald Trump, they're literally prosecuting him for inciting violence on January 6th. But right outside, you have this piece of shit member of the Hamas caucus, Rashida Tlaib. You know, indict the motherfucker. And to my president, to our president. Listen to this. Now she's still on. Well, hold on. I know, I, hey, I want him to know, as a Palestinian American, is also somebody of Muslim faith, I'm not going to forget this. And I think a lot of people are not going to forget this. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a threat. It isn't. They, they think we're joking. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just going to sit back and let this 
just continue to happen. No. The fact of the matter is, our lives are not safe with you or the former peace president. <laughs> when are we going to feel safe? When are we going to stop funding continued, literally, oppression of indigenous communities? When are we going to Give me enough? a fucking break. <laughs> No, she's really getting this crowd riled so up. Angry to have to say, but I tell you, I'm talking to people that literally are like me. They literally, literally believed in this party that was supposed to be inclusive of all of our opinions and our and our views and our political stance. And yeah, you are. You get things. to share them constantly. I don't. Really clear and very loud is that somehow. Many of us in this room, because of our political opinions, because maybe our faith is a certain faith, maybe because our ethnicity is a certain ethnicity, that somehow we're subhuman. Oh, give me a break. If I was standing there with that microphone with a MAGA hat on with 500 MAGA Republicans, they'd have SWAT teams swarming on us. They'd have FBI surveilling us with facial recognition. They would be coming to our houses in the next days saying, why are you inciting violence? they're persecuted for their beliefs. They're not allowed. They're not the ones getting censored. They're not the ones being called a threat to national security, indigenous communities. David Baumblatt. Oh, I saw a military veteran exposing FBI corruption. I'll uh, actually AP unfiltered. If you could grab that link. And even if you, whether you want to text it to me or throw it somewhere, I'd like to take a look at it. I saw the other kind. We, we typically don't like when there's um, outside links thrown in the chat because we get a lot of junk stuff. And I don't want anyone uh, having an issue of, of clicking a wrong link. I'm a military veteran and whistleblower. My information is in the comments. I appreciate your support. Oh, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll check you out. I'm glad you're here. Hopefully you're, you stick around and uh, you're not just here throwing links in. Yeah, how the hell is she oppressed? She's a United States Congresswoman. <laughs> she makes a minimum of 175000 a year, and that doesn't include all the special interest money she gets and all this bullshit. Another Trump hater. How the hell is she oppressed? That is a great question. That is, that is such a great question because she's not oppressed. She's not oppressed. She's not. And she's literally inciting violence. I mean, technically, she's inciting her and the other one, the other BLM activist that is in the member of of the uh, of Congress that is a member of the Jihad Squad and the Hamas Caucus, Corey Bush. Literally, God, she wants to defund the police, but she wants to spend tens of thousands of dollars for private security for herself. I mean, listen to these savages. And so together, you all, we must be bold. We must stand. We must stand on the side of humanity. We must stand on the side of justice. We must stand on the side of equality. We must stand on the side of self-determination. We must stand on the side of love. We must stand on the side of safety. And we must stand on the side of peace. And we must be willing to speak out against war and violence and against our government's complicity in it. In this moment, and I said it, our government's complicity. Wait, against violence? She literally praised BLM activists and Antifa activists for burning down cities and applauded them for screaming 
for the murder of police officers in the streets of inner cities, this filthy cunt literally praised that and encouraged it. Now she wants to fight against violence. I, I can't even listen to the rest of it. Is Corey Bush and, and Rashida Tlaib going to get investigated for inciting violence or for inciting this insurrection, which there was some violence. I mean, they were fighting with cops. Are any Capitol Police officers going to complain of injury? Are there, are there going to be congressional hearings? Are we going to have a 1018 congressional hearing on this? Are Republicans going to do anything about this? And want to investigate why they were able to penetrate huh, the Capitol? I'm like a th- I'm like a 12 year old. I said penetrate. Are they Are they going to investigate this? Why were they allowed in the Capitol? How did they get access when there was official proceedings going on? Are they going to get charged with interrupting a official proceeding? How do these people get so organized and so worked up so quickly? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder too. Who's funding it? All these people apparently don't have jobs. They took days off of work. Who in their right mind in this economy can afford just burning sick days and burning vacation days? Or worse, not just not when you don't have that and you have to not be at work and, and burn a day's pay. Or are they all on government assistance one way or another. They're probably, there are a lot of young people there. They're probably students with mommy and daddy's credit card. Are you going to school today? Yeah, yeah, I'm going here. Meanwhile, they're going to D.C. to just, you know, take part in Insurrection 2.0. Are they seizing their bank accounts? Is the FBI looking into them? Are there going to be arrests? Is there going to be an investigation? Am I asking rhetorical questions? Is it the same link again? Get rid of this guy too, feed house log. Get out of here with you. Jesus Christ. Just get rid of him. That's the same link we've been getting. Just get rid of these people. I'm so tired of them. Fuck off. Go somewhere else with your bullshit. Anyway, Joe Biden went to Israel. Air Force One did not get shot out of the sky, as some people might have predicted that that was the big conspiratorial plan for the United States to get rid of Joe Biden so violently that the American government was forced and propelled into World War III by a massive strike against Hamas. It did not happen. It was the thought of some people. I did speak to several people who said, maybe this is the big plan to get rid of Joe Biden, who doesn't run for president and propels us into another never-ending war. But the never-ending wars of all never-ending wars. World War Three, Yeah, DOG is, DOJ is silent. So Joe Biden goes to Israel, and all he did was look like a shuffling nursing home patient, literally. I mean, we're at, we're at, a, at a really crazy time right now. And Joe Biden, here it is. Joe Biden's so weak, he reads softly from note cards during his meeting with Israeli leader. Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu as war breaks out around him. Now, can you imagine Netanyahu just sitting there going, is is this guy kidding me? Like, is he melting in the chair as we speak? 
He flew to the Middle East, Joe Biden, Wednesday. He was in and out. Well, the the, uh, government of Jordan was like, yeah, we're not meeting with you. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about this guy. He's weak. Everybody laughs at us because of this guy. Because what we allowed it to happen in 2020, we are weak bitches. That's what the world thinks. Joe Biden, Joe, Joe Biden, might as well. Joe Biden flew to the Middle East on Wednesday to meet with leaders at the Hamas-Israeli war, escalated overnight. Before he landed, the leaders of Jordan and the West Bank announced they would not meet with Joe Biden. Hmm, I wonder why. Because he's fucking weak. Why should we bother? During his press conference with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, old Joe was forced to read softly from his note cards. He couldn't speak for himself. He could not figure out where he was or what he was actually doing. He read directly from a script during like this really in peace through strength. First of all, this wouldn't have been been happening under Trump. But just imagine if, if it did and Donald Trump showed up and he spoke very freely without note cards and teleprompters sitting in that chair and the things he might have said that we can guess he would say. You guys better stop this before the real fucking bombs come. Like he didn't he didn't mess around. And here's Joe Biden. Just and we've got a couple of videos of this and it, it's just this is the leader leader air quotes of the free world. Taking too much time, but the point is this that uh um I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team. The other team. That's the other, that, that's the other ridiculous. The other team. Well, it looks like the other team did it. What team? Who, who's, who's the team? And who's on that team? Well, the United States government is, is, is a member of that team. They're a member of all the teams. The other team. How about it was the goat fuckers that did it? And I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to get into this stupid hospital bombing because none of the stories are accurate. One story, the hospital's leveled and hundreds are dead. Another story, it hit a parking lot and windows are broken. It's such a scam. And that is why I'm not going to get roped into who's bombing who because I don't care. I care that our troops are there by the thousands now, sitting out in the Mediterranean, our biggest, most advanced, aggressive strike carriers are out there in the Mediterranean Sea, amphibious task forces out there, fighter jets are now in the area, troops are getting ready to be deployed. We're talking 15 plus, we're talking 20,000 troops with the carriers and the amphibious task force and the fighter jets, maybe more, and supplies. I don't care. I care about what's happening here, and I want all of that military sources out of there because it's not deterring anybody because they think we're a joke. Fifth fleet in the Mediterranean, third fleet in the Pacific, China's looking at Taiwan. We want to throw money at everybody. And this guy's talking about the other team in a hospital that either got bombed from a misfire or the Israelis fucking bombed it. Who cares? I don't. 
I, I, I'm sorry that innocent lives are getting killed. It's not our, it's not our problem. Not, not you, but there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we got a lot, we got to overcome a lot of things. And also means encouraging life-saving. Jesus Christ. Uh, capacity to help the Palestinians who are innocent. Like, it's such an embarrassment. It is such an embarrassment. It is unbelievable. He lost his place. He didn't know what he was saying. Completely, I mean, how embarrassing was that? He arrives in Israel. World leader. Reads from a script. Loses his place. And then calls these goat fucking terrorists. These, these, these Hamas pieces of garbage. The other team. I'm not saying go there and praise anybody, but the other team. That that YouTube link I put in the chat. Literally, save that link and go back and, and check out the, that that YouTube video. And you tell me what what it's like on the other team. Because I'm sorry. Israelis aren't running through Palestinian neighborhoods unprovoked, shooting people walking their dogs in the street. They're not shooting at women and men just in cars pulling up to red lights and stop signs. Watch watch that YouTube video. It's all just raw video. And it's 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 I watched it last night and I saw some other videos of it. We're talking graphic, uncensored, there's no blur outs, nothing. And it's fucking sick. They're running through neighborhoods and they're not even Guys are running around in Adidas track pants with flak vests on with AK-47s with a fucking green bandana around their head. They're riding around on motorcycles, pulling people out of SUVs and taking, shooting people. Guys driving like a Toyota SUV. They're shooting them and taking their vehicles and riding around on the, you have two or three of them on motorcycles with rifles and they're just randomly shooting people. It's like drive-bys in Chicago, but times a hundred. Like, they didn't care who they were shooting. They were shooting civilians. They were going through neighborhoods, and you see them, and they're GoPros cutting screens. House clearing, going through, like, clearing houses, looking for just citizens sitting at home to shoot in the face. They're, you know, they're in their backyard. You see there's barbecues, there's bicycles, there's patios, just like your neighborhood here. And these 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 scumbags are running through just killing people because of their ridiculous religious religious ideologies that they're willing to die for. It's really fucked up. I don't care if you're pro Palestinian citizens or pro Israeli or against either one of them. When you watch that video, you tell me oh, that's that's normal. That's that's okay. It's fucked up. And this would this is something else that would have never happened under Trump. And then you have literally oatmeal wet brain. You want to talk about embarrassing. I don't know if you saw this one. This is, first of all, I don't know what happened to his chin. Somebody broke Joe Biden's chin. I don't know if he had, I don't know, Blinken's like there half-faced in the background wondering like what the fuck is going on. What is this? Just, I'm going to, so I got to rewind it. 
My grandmother is 87 years old. My grandmother is in hospice right now. She's got a hospital bed at home. She's doing okay. She's not in pain, although she's in a little bit of pain the last couple of days. She's got the morphine going. But she was actually up. She was sitting up. She's got bladder cancer. Really nothing else they can do. Basically, it's all right. It's spread when she gets pain, morphine, and just waiting for it to happen. What he just did, and I'm going to play it again. That's what she does every day now in her hospital bed. And she has that moist, wet-looking skin, just like he does here, with the hand to the face, losing track of what she's saying. I watched this video 30, 40 times, and all I could see is my grandmother's mannerisms at 87 years old in her hospice bed and in and out of rehab in the hospital for the past three months. All I kept seeing is my grandmother's face and the mannerisms. Somebody that's going through it now with an elderly mem- member of their family, like waiting for them to die, he's, he's doing the same fucking mannerisms. It's, it's unbelievable. Watch. Just, just watch the first two seconds. Look, the blank. Yeah, they're... she does that every day. Virtually every... shooting every They're literally looking at him and fawning over him. Blinken and Kirby right next to him. Blinken's got like, he keeps hiding, ducking behind the door. And, and Kirby, who likes to cry on camera, is to the other side of him. Like, he's so statesmanlike. He's so nursing home-like. I, I, what, what is he talking about? On his way. Or on his way, whichever. Air Force One. I don't even know how much the lights are on. What is going on? This is going to be our wartime president. This is going to be the guy at the helm with... uh, Wow. He's mush. His brain is absolutely 
mush. I don't see how we could make it to 2024. Oh, go ahead. good morning, Star Walker. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. You're late. Up, oh, we're with number seven in podcast categories, as per our great monitor AP Unfiltered. ZP23 didn't see you in there. Needs a jock strap for that chin. Is he growing balls on his chin? Is hold on a second. Hold on. Is he growing balls on his chin? What is going on with that chin? Hold on. Here we go. What is happening with that chin right there? That's creepy. Oh, we're number 15 in the trending news section. You got to love it. And that's all thanks to you, people. You keep hitting that thumbs up and you keep dropping comments and you keep tuning in live. We're just going to keep climbing the... Uh, in the numbers, which is great, 25th Amendment. Trump said it would come back to haunt him. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to 25th Amendment him. I don't think so. I think he's either going to die or they're going to figure out something where he has to not run again and then just usher in. So I think they're holding off to the last minute. And I, I, I've often say this August 2024 is the, uh, Democrat National Convention in Chicago, Obama's hometown. Hometown. Let's see who the keynote speaker is. That's what we're going to see. If it's Michelle Obama, she's running for president. Or it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Maybe a Newsom-Obama ticket. I don't know. Obama won't comment on if his wife is running for president. He did say in the past, if she does run, he will support that path. So who knows? Hollywood masks mandatory for illegitimate presidents. <laughs> it's creepy, man. It, it, it's creepy. It really, really is. And just the stumbling. I mean, not making sense. Look at this. Biden starts mumbling nonsense during press conference about working in the Senate with Tony Blinken. Tony Blinken was never a senator. He was never a senator. Look at this. The Secretary of State, when he and I are working in the Senate to write something for a man. Wait, what? You know, uh, years ago, I asked the Secretary of State, when he and I are working in the Senate to write something for a man, said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not we lead... Uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it. I'll wait later. I'll Take wait too much time. I, what? Tony Blinken didn't work with you in the Senate, you retard? And uh, all of that word salad, to, uh, I, I, never mind, never mind. It's too much talking, I'll get to it later. You won't remember later what you did in Tel Aviv. I... If this doesn't tell Iran and Hezbollah that, hey, let's attack now, let's keep attacking, because this fucking guy's out of his mind, then I don't know what does. I'm sorry, but our, our military out there is not deterring these sick religious fanatics who will die for their ideologies, Hamas, Hezbollah, our military is not a deterrent. They are willing to die. They don't care. As a matter of fact, 
I think our military in the Mediterranean, our two two aircraft carriers there, our largest, most advanced ones, newest ones, and I believe too. The amphibious task force, knowing that there are fighter jets, knowing that there's a mil U.S. military presence, I think just antagonizes them. Because now they want to realize now their goal will be we have to kill Americans. That is their, that is top tier for them. Killing Americans. Killing American military members and dragging their bodies through the streets. Everybody remember Black Hawk Down, you know, any man, Benghazi, all these Americans. That's what they, they, they love that. This is great. We have more targets. Me personally, I think it antagonizes them. It antagonizes them. But we'll just keep giving them, giving them more money. It's not a big deal. They know we're weak. But they also know that we're suckers. They also know that we're suckers because, give me one second, people. I want to do this right. Joe Biden announces $100 million in humanitarian aid for Gaza. Netanyahu said he would allow it. Going to the West Bank. Now, the money's supposedly going to, you know, humanitarian aid for Gaza and the West Bank. Now, this $100 million, apparently, I found out, does not need congressional approval. It can just happen, whatever, under whatever. So, is that $100 million going to end up in the hands of Hamas, who basically is, well, is the government of Gaza? Because... The Palestinians there, like morons, decided to elect a terrorist organization to govern them. But then I'm hearing from other sources that, no, it's going to the PLO and blah, blah, blah. You're telling me that $100 million isn't going to fall into the wrong hands, humanitarian aid? Just give them more money, more money. President Joe Biden announced $100 million in humanitarian aid for Gaza and the West Bank during his visit. It'll support more than 1 million displaced and conflict-affected Palestinians, including emergency needs in Gaza. Me personally, I think it's going to just fuel the attacks. Today, I'm also announcing $100 million in new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. Now, he was, a he was able to read that okay. He was able to read that okay. Ah. <sighs> Later this week, I'm going to ask the United States Congress for an unprecedented support package for Israel's defense. He wants to lump in Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan. Yeah, Taiwan also, uh, and, and, and a bunch of other stuff, and ask for $100 billion. $100, $100 billion. And Bloomberg on Tuesday evening reported that the Biden administration plans to ask Congress for $100 billion for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan for the fiscal year 2024, which just started in our government. House Republicans rejected $24 billion in additional aid to Ukraine for three months through December, but the Biden administration is reportedly hoping that tying Ukraine aid to Israel aid will break the logjam. Now, I know members of Congress who are okay with uh, funding Israel and okay for funding Taiwan for whatever reason, but not okay for funding Ukraine, 
The Senate is supposedly going to submit a resolution for that. He's asking for $100 billion. We shouldn't be giving money to everybody, anybody. Israel's already on auto pay for $3.6 billion for the next five years. Auto pay. Here you go. And what's interesting is Netanyahu is not asking for a dime. Not asking for a dime. They're using Israel to place money because of Ukraine, because of what's happening and what they have going on in Ukraine. Netanyahu literally is not requesting a dime. They're already getting $3.6 billion on auto pay. They're using Israel as a placeholder for money so they can get money approved for Ukraine because Zelensky's getting jealous. It's all a scam. And that was said to me by a member of Congress yesterday. Netanyahu is not looking for a dime, specifically not looking for a dime. He's looking for a couple military resources here and there. He knows he gets his $3.6 billion. He's the 18th strongest military in the world. But our government is going to make it seem like they need the money, Israel, and they don't. But they're going to use it as a placement holder so they can move money to Ukraine. Probably the same story with Taiwan. What about Hawaii? <clears throat> well, he gave Iran, he unfroze the $6 billion for Iran, which is not our money, but they shouldn't have done that either. <laughs> yep. What about Americans? What about East Palestine, Ohio? Which Joe Biden never went to, by the way. Never went to. At all. Hey, I'll get there at some point. Oh, will you? <laughs> will you? Then he had a, you know, he had a really strong message, totally being sarcastic there. Probably one of the weakest warnings ever in American history to Iran, reading from his teleprompter. So here's a Joe Biden's message to Iran. My message to any state or any other hostile actor, thinking about attacking Israel remains the same as it was a week ago. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> My message to any state or any other hostile actor thinking about attacking Israel remains the same as it was a week ago. Don't. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Remember with the border? Don't come, Kamala Harris. Don't come. Don't you do it, Iran. Don't you do it, hostile actors. I'm Joe Biden. I'm the president of the United States. I have balls growing out of my chin, and I look like a waxy nursing home patient with moist, pale skin. Don't you fucking do it. I have an airplane. Don't do it. Really? This is America. <sighs> They're getting more than 10% for their future war chest. Look at all the money coming for warmongering. Are you kidding? The, the military industrial complex is, is, is fucking exploding. <laughs> exploding. Don't. I mean, yeah, here's a, in, another, another interview, similar. This was Joe Biden's message to Iran and Hezbollah. Did fighting already on the northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Who wrote that? Who wrote that? <laughs> Who was the strategist that said, when you're asked, 
for a message about <laughs> you're gonna send a stern message you're gonna send to Iran and Hezbollah and bad actors. Don't, don't, don't make sure you say it three times because the first time you'll put them on notice. The second time they'll lean back in their seats. But the third time they'll look at each other and say, We better not do it. We better not attack. Are you kidding me? If someone looked at me and told me not to do something and said don't three times, I would do it so fucking hard three times. Are you kidding? A waxy, moist nursing home patient. I, I can't even believe it. I said moist. It's a horrible word. Moist. Um, look at Joe Biden. He's the he's the most moist president in American history. I mean, just look at his skin. He's waxy. He's waxy. And do you know they're laughing at him so hard? They're laughing at the American people so hard. Hamas, this is great. This is fucking great. I I, I can't even believe this. <sighs> Joe Biden just celebrated George Floyd's 50th birthday party. It might as well be a party. His 50th birthday, the, 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 the patron saint of fentanyl. And he put out, he puts out the White House statement. We spoke about it. I, I read it on the show. And how he should be alive and all this shit and blah, 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 and justice and just we have you know war breaking out. We have military moving. We have, we don't have so much bullshit going on in America, open borders. And then the president of the United States is going to talk about this stupid criminal savage that died of a drug overdose, George Floyd. So what do they do? Hamas, which I got to give it to Donald Trump. He is right. They are smart. Literally, the leader of Hamas, the Hamas leader of Gaza. He, he literally brings up George Floyd and compares, compares Palestinians to George Floyd. I kid you not. Look at this. So I'm going to start it over. I'm going to I'm going to read I'm going to read the subtitles. And I want to take this opportunity to remember the racist murder of George Floyd. George Floyd George Floyd was killed as a result of a racist ideology held by some people. The same type of racism that killed George Floyd is being used by Israel. Is being used by Israel against Palestinians. Yep. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I'm I'm literally gonna I'm gonna mute it, and I want to read it again. This is the leader of Hamas in Gaza doing an interview with Vice, and I want to take this opportunity to remember the racist murder of George Floyd. George Floyd was killed as a result of a racist ideology held by some people. The same type of racism that killed George Floyd is being used by Israel against the Palestinians. 
can't. I cannot. I would not believe that if I didn't see it. You have to be kidding me. The Hamas leader of Gaza. Wild. 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 Anyway. It's crazy. He's weak. We know it. Joe Biden is weak. They look at us as we are just a weak joke. We're a weak joke. That's what we are. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Big Big Mac 79. Got a few other things to cover. No. Again, this turned into what was supposed to be an hour show to typically ends up being an hour and a half. So appreciate you all that are tuned in, sticking around. Hit the thumbs up. If you're in the chat, please just take a second. You're watching the video and you have access to the thumbs up button. If you're just watching and you don't have a Rumble account, make a Rumble account. It's free. Throw an email in there. It's like YouTube. Make a Rumble account and uh, join the party in the chat. Tell me where you're from. Tell us where you're from. We have all great people in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Hit the thumbs up. Comment in the comment section. Definitely comment in the comment section. Hit the thumbs up or you're a fed. Share the video high and low, please. This is all some very wild shit, and it's about to get wilder. We're probably not going to have a Speaker of the House today unless they sit there and stay all day and all night, as they should, to figure out who the House Speaker is going to be. Get off their asses and do what they need to do. But I'm also here. Jim Jordan does not want to work out deals with anyone, which you have to work out deals, unfortunately. I'm talking about with fellow Republicans. Apparently, he's very stonewallish. He's not willing to work out deals. And people are very upset that they're getting threatened. Granted, nobody should be, their lives shouldn't be threatened on the phone or any, anything like that via email. Again, over 200 death threats to members of Congress in the past 24 hours. And I got that at 1130 last night when I spoke to a member of Congress on the phone. And it's it's a shit show. People are just being spiteful now. And... It's not right because they're not serving the people. It's really not right. Everything is absolutely insane. And I'm going to bring up, again, something else that should be happening here in America. Our election process that should be paid attention to. Okay? I have said it before Robert Kennedy decided to run as an independent. I said, I made this prediction that RFK was going to run third party as an independent, right? I did. I said it. I was like, no, no, no. He's going to beat Joe Biden in the primary. No, he's not. No, he's not. The Democrats don't want him. The Democrats don't want him because he talked bad about vaccines and Dr. Fauci and some moron Republicans are like, I like RFK because he spoke bad about Dr. Fauci and vaccines and he fooled me because I'm a retard. That's what happened. If you're a Republican that likes Robert F. Kennedy, you had a retard moment. Because he's a sick progressive leftist who hates guns and loves the Green New Deal. So stop being stupid. And I'm happy because, listen, I'm a nobody. I'm some Joe shit the rag man. I love that term. Joe shit the rag man, American citizen that decided to, to turn a microphone on and start a show. And you people are watching me like, you know, I, I, I'm a nobody. I'm happy. 
it's, there are times it happens that when I say something, more influential names or outlets will say the same thing after the fact that I say it. Maybe it holds a little water. I'm not a moron. I pay attention. What do they call that? The finger on the pulse of things. So National Pulse puts this out. Raheem Kassam. And Raheem Kassam is another one who has great predictions in politics that usually come true. He may be an annoying Brit. He'll probably never hear that. Or I'll probably play it for him. And uses the word cunt a lot. Like, I, it's my favorite word. So I think that's why me and Raheem get along so well. We were on the phone once. We were talking in uh, one of our first phone conversations. And we were just bullshitting. He goes, you know... I don't like many people, but I like you. And I said, you know what, Raheem, I, I, I like you too. And I think it's because you're an asshole from the UK and I'm an asshole from New York. And then we both laughed because we're both pretty scummy in our personalities. I, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm not a scumbag. I come off as one. A lot of people tell me I'm a little abrasive. I don't think I'm better than everybody. I think everybody's better than me. I just, it's just how I'm wired. And Raheem is the same way. But again, he comes up with stuff, and it's like, hey, I said that. And Jack Posobiec is, is saying the same thing. I'm, I'm not, listen, these are people, they're there. They have news outlets. I'm not fawning over them. I could care less. Uh, I, I think a lot of them uh, have clownish views and spew things just for clicks and views. And that, listen, that goes for them too. I don't care. If, uh, and I, I tell them all the time, I, I don't care. I told Steve Bannon to go fuck himself when he tried to shake me down for $20,000 a month to talk about Patriot cigars on the war room. Literally told him to go fuck himself. I told Sebastian Gorka to go fuck himself when he tried to charge me $5,000 to post about my cigars on Instagram, one post because he has over 400,000 followers. Literally, those are the words that came out of my mouth. You can go fuck yourself, Dr. G. I don't care who you are. Anyway, poll data reveals RFK's run will steal election from Trump. It is a tremendous possibility because of the moderates and the independents. Moderate Republicans who hate Donald Trump looking for that third choice because they will not vote Democrat, but they won't vote for Donald Trump. And look at RFK and say, he wrote a book about Fauci and he hates COVID because single issue voters are retards. An NPR, PBS, NewsHour, Maris National Poll shows third-party candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. helping secure a possible easy victory for President Joe Biden over Donald Trump in 2024 showdown. Since Kennedy announced his departure from the Democratic race to run as an independent, speculation has emerged about whom he would impact more negatively, Trump or Biden. And I've said from the beginning, Donald Trump. RFK doesn't have a pathway to the White House. This is by design. He's an independent plant, and I believe he's working at a deal with the Democrats. I believe that he is there to sabotage Donald Trump's campaign by heavily, heavily campaigning with Republican moderates, heavily, heavily campaigning with independents. I know Republican moderates that love RFK, and when I say, are you fucking retard, they block me. They get offended. They don't talk to me anymore because I'm speaking the truth and I'm calling them out for what they are. I'm sorry if you're offended. I'm not sorry if you're offended. If you're gonna get if you're gonna get fooled by this scumbag who actually uh, wants reparations and to take your guns and loves the Green New Deal and loves the Clintons, then then you're a retard. Uh, it is what it is. The poll suggests if Kennedy were to be factored into the election, Biden would emerge the winner with a seven point lead over Trump. 
The current poll results show Biden with 44% of the vote, followed by Trump with 37%, and Kennedy with 16%. 3% remain undecided. Kennedy should not have 16%. The guy raised $11 million in six hours after spe- uh, saying he was running as, as an independent. And you know some of that money came from moderate Republicans. All I'm saying is, don't be complacent. Don't look at polls and say Trump has this as a landslide. You have to look at this as Trump is always 20 points behind, no matter what he is in the actual polls. Seriously. Don't have a retard moment. (laughs) Although it's always tricky to assess the impact of a third-party candidate, right now Kennedy alters the equation in Biden's favor. That's a problem. That's a problem. Among party preferences, the poll indicates Biden loses five percentage points among Democrats, while Trump loses 10 points among Republicans when Kennedy is included on the ballot because moderate Republicans count. And they, they should not have this choice because if they're, they're not going to vote Democrat, they may vote independent along with other independents because they hate Donald Trump. I'm not worried about Trump supporters. Despite being criticized by his own family, Kennedy's presence in the election might be beneficial to Democrats. It sure as shit will be with a notable one in six voters expressing a desire for an alternative option, particularly amongst independents. It's here in black and white now, and I've been saying this for months. If RFK runs as a third-party independent, Trump will have a problem with independent and moderate Republicans. It's wild. And then here, there you go. You ready for this? RFK suddenly wants reparations for black Americans, just as Biden is losing them to Trump. Hmm. This is, this is quite interesting. Independent presidential candidate RFK has announced his support for issuing reparations Black Americans, just as recent polling shows, President Joe Biden hemorrhaging black votes to former President Donald Trump. Donald Trump's black vote is increasing. RFK is now trying to appeal to them, saying, hey, I want to give you guys reparations. Oh, and by the way, his campaign manager now, RFK, is run by a CIA agent, just so you know. The CIA-run campaign now believes federal dollars should be used to rebuild black infrastructure, such as banks and businesses, and to provide direct redress payments or tax credits to the descendants of victims of Jim Crow. He is a Democrat in independent disguise. This week, popular black rapist, rap artist Waka Flocka Flame endorsed Trump as an increasing number of black Americans report that they were more financially secure under Donald Trump. Everyone was far more financially secure under Donald Trump. If you say you weren't, you are lying or you're very bad at finance. One issue moderates would 100% vote for anybody but Trump if they had the option for not voting for a Democrat. You, you would get them to vote for Trump if he was the only Republican choice. You'd have a better chance at that than swaying their vote against RFK because he, he spoke bad about Fauci and the COVID vaccines. This is, see, it's a, it's a smart play because how many Republican moderates are out there 
accusing Donald Trump of being the biggest vaccine salesman in America when it's not true. He didn't mandate it. He didn't urge everyone out there. to. He said, you make your decision. You do what needs to be done. This is what needed to be done. It would have happened anyway. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Dr. Fauci became the biggest vaccine salesman in the world. As a matter of fact, they turned around and said, oh, Operation Warp Speed, don't take that vaccine. Trump is behind it. And then Trump leaves, and they're like, oh, this is the best vaccine ever, and get your boosters and everything else. Unfortunately, and you see it a lot on Instagram, actually. I I see it a lot on Instagram. Every time I post something pro-Trump, I do get a lot of, oh, you mean the vaccine daddy and all this other bullshit, just like real retards. And then you look, and they're, you know, they say they're Republicans and everything else. All of those people will vote for RFK. And this is why RFK's campaign needs to be fucking annihilated. Figuratively. The Dilly meme team is on it, which I love because they really do change the face of how elections are, are how elections, I think, turn out and, and change the face of how people run their campaigns and change the face of when people are going to announce certain things in campaigns. And we need more of that. Now, as a result of the clear ploy to use RFK as a spoiler, anti-Trump candidate, the so-called independent, is arguing that repair is necessary for communities targeted by discrimination. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And here, the CIA-run campaign. RFK's new campaign manager is a CIA agent. RFK Jr. has replaced his presidential campaign manager, former Congressman Dennis J. Kucinich, with his daughter-in-law, who also happens to be a CIA agent. Amaryllis Fox Kennedy, married to RFK's son of the same name, was announced as uh, Kucinich's replacement this weekend after he suggested the campaign needed a new direction. Kucinich, who also ran for president on two occasions, had been RFK's campaign manager since the latter announced his presidential run earlier this year. Amaryllis is a woman of extraordinary intelligence. Haha, <laughs> see what they did there? And drive who I am confident will take this campaign to the next level. RFK said that in a statement following the announcement. Amaryllis spent a decade at the CIA working in the organization's most elite and clandestine operations unit. Her memoir suggests she was deployed to 16 different countries as part of her goal of hunting some of the world's most dangerous terrorists. Her writings, however, have been criticized as grossly exaggerated and bullshit by multiple senior CIA colleagues. William Murray, a CIA operations official, said, you don't go wandering around Karichi on your own. You'll wind up in some warlord's harem or you'll wind up dead. So she's a liar. Amaryllis joins the senior campaign staff as RFK is coming under increased scrutiny from both sides following his decision to run as an independent in the presidential election. So this is a problem. RFK running for president is a problem. Don't care what anybody says. And here, we had shared this on Memes of the Week, my good friend Ramble Rants, the trade offer. What does RFK receive? Well, he wants a drilling ban. He wants a fracking ban. He wants a nuclear ban. He wants green subsidies. He wants gun control. He wants abortions. He wants high taxes. He wants high spending. Single-payer funding of the World Health Organization, increased visas, cuts to the military, amnesty, birthright citizenship, 
and add to that updated reparations. RFK is Hunter before the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he is a heroin addict. He is a heroin addict. That was his drug of choice. He has said it in interviews. And what do you receive as a moderate Republican or an independent? I feel vindicated about vaccines because he spoke so badly of COVID and exposed Dr. Fauci in this great selling book, all by design. <laughs> Sounds like RFK has him a CIA handler. He wants to disarm America. He wants to jail climate deniers because climate change exists, apparently. Listen, I don't ask for much, but what I do ask from you people is that you spread the good gospel on how horrible it is that RFK is running for an independent. And when you hear a MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters, well, it's not going to affect us because Trump supporters are going to vote for RFK Jr. I'm not talking about Trump supporters, you fucking morons. Independents and moderate Republicans, get it through your head or take that fucking MAGA hat off and go join the other team. Because that is what you are. You are a fucking retard. Take your MAGA hat off and go join the other team if you're going to just spew this bullshit. RFK is not going to affect Donald Trump. You're an idiot. You're an, and you don't even deserve to wear the fucking MAGA hat. Take it off. Give it to me. That's what. Take it off. I'm going to set it on fire in front of you, you moron. This is a problem. Do not downplay it. Well, I don't think it's that big of a problem. It's a, it's a problem. It's a fucking problem. Anyway. <sighs> let's get a breath of fresh air. Let's just... Let's end... Let's end the show on a couple good points here. Okay? Donald Trump was in New York City again with that savage Letitia James... But all of uh, Donald, Donald Trump's favorite attorney, who you all love, we all love, Alina Haba, she's great. And quite a few nice conversations with her. She comes out swinging outside the New York City courtroom yesterday. She, uh, she had a lot to say. She was putting the putting this smack down. Here we go. Well, the former president is going to say anything about it. We're going to cross-examine him, and I think that will say it all. I think you guys need to understand something. Banks hire appraisers. Everybody here knows that. Anybody here that's purchased a home or purchased anything in real estate understands a very basic thing. Let me put this whole case in plain English for you, okay? You are an individual. You go to get something appraised. You say, my house is worth X. The bank doesn't take their word for it. They hire people like that gentleman to go do their own values. Now, those values are going to be lower than the ones that the homeowner or the commercial real estate owner would use. It's very basic. Anybody watching any business television can understand or explain to you these basic principles of real estate. But the point is that's not what this is about. That is not what this case is about. It has nothing to do with this because the statement of financial condition was actually low. Statement of financial condition didn't include President Trump's brand. The statement of financial condition does not include the big picture. If you take Trump Tower and you take the Trump name off of that building and you put Letitia James's name on that building, it will not be worth what it is worth when Donald Trump owns it. 
<laughs> I love that last part. If you take Donald Trump's name off a Trump Tower and you put Letitia James's name on that tower, it's not going to be worth as much. In other words, Letitia James will bring down the property value of New York City. Letitia James, being attorney general of New York State, has brought property taxes down, has brought property value down in New York as a whole. They all are. They're all shit. She's she's a she's a bomb. She she's she's doing her thing. It's all a scam. And again, they will stop at nothing to make sure Donald Trump does not get back in the White House. And you don't you don't you you're gonna sit there and tell me that RFK is not part of that plan, that he's working a deal out with the Democrats. Because let's just go back to RFK for a second. If RFK is successful in a campaign to take enough votes away from Trump where the Democrat wins, whoever that might be. You don't think the Democrats are going to suck up RFK and put him somewhere in, in, in the administration? You don't think he has a deal worked out? You don't think he was approached and said, listen, the DNC is going to murder you, maybe literally. It's not going to happen, Rob. This is what you're going to do. You're going to run as an independent, and you are going to split the vote because of that great book you wrote about Fauci and the vaccines. And you're going to possibly even appeal to moderate Democrats, moderate Republicans, and independents. You're going you're gonna to make Donald Trump lose. You're going to sabotage his campaign by running. And then we got a spot for you. Whether they are actually true to their word is another story. I think that conversation happened. I think that conversation happened between RFK and, and uh, Democrats. All right, another news. We're almost done. We're almost done, but I, I want to get through this because there's another, this is, this is something great, and this is something that every governor in the country should be doing. Okay. Um, yeah, the James Hotel. No, it would be called, it would be called the James, like, Super Eight or whatever they call it, hotel. It would it would just be horrible and disgusting. They would probably turn it into affordable housing, the Letitia James Affordable Housing Tower. It'd be like the projects. That's what it would be. Rent controlled. She would hawk Donald Trump's gold toilet at the at the local pawn shop up in Harlem. <laughs> anyway, Arkansas leads the charge. Governor Sarah uh, Sarah Sanders. Oh, what would she did she drop Huckabee? I was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Sarah Sanders mandates Chinese state-owned company to sell its American farmland. Now I know states are trying, or they have passed legislation where Chinese um, companies that especially have ties to the CCP or the Chinese military, actually, or energy, uh, cannot buy farmland. I believe Texas. I don't know if they did it or they're doing it. Possibly Florida. Chinese nationals should not be buying any type of real estate in our country. That goes for any nationals. You should not be able to buy property in our country as a Chinese nationals tied to the CCP. So Arkansas is the first state in the United States that is taking a strong stance against hostile foreign entities, particularly China, by banning them from owning agricultural land in the state. Now, I have a little bone to pick with Miss Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders because she was Donald Trump's press secretary. Donald Trump endorsed her for governor. Donald Trump helped her with her campaign. And she has failed yet 
to endorse Donald Trump for president. As a matter of fact, she told him that she couldn't do it at this time. I have a problem with that. But I'm going to give her props for this because this is what every American governor, especially in red states, take note, red state governors, you should be doing the same exact thing. During a press conference on Tuesday, Governor Sanders, Arkansas, announced that the state has ordered the Chinese state-owned agri-chemical company, Syngenta, to divest itself of its land holdings in Arkansas due to national security concerns. Hmm. Now, I'm imagining they're going to take this to court and try to appeal it in an Arkansas Supreme Court. Who knows what the fuck is going to happen, but this is what should be happening in every state. Today, we are becoming the first state in the country to take an action like the one we are announcing right now, said Sanders. At the beginning of my term, my administration worked with our partners in the legislature to get hostile foreign entities out of Arkansas. Oh, Florida passed it. Now it's sitting in court. All right. Highlighting her commitment to Arkansas security, she references Act 636, which she had proudly signed, sponsored by Senator Johnson and Representative Vaught. This act prohibited foreign entities from nine countries deemed adversaries from owning agriculture land in Arkansas. Now, I have – I'm not going to sit here and read this. I have a a video. It's a two-minute video of her speaking at the podium. I'm announcing that Syngenta, a Chinese state-owned agrochemical company, must give up its land holdings in Arkansas. Syngenta owns 160 acres in northeast Arkansas, which it uses primarily for seed research. The company that owns Syngenta, Kim China, is also on the Department of Defense's list of Chinese military companies posing a clear threat to our state. That's a problem. Seeds are technology. Chinese state-owned corporations filter that technology back to their homeland, stealing American research and telling our enemies how to target American farms. That is a clear threat to our national security and to our great farmers, especially since the Chinese government enacted a law in 2017 requiring Chinese citizens abroad to collaborate with their country's security officials on intelligence work with no questions asked. This isn't about where you're from. We welcome Chinese Americans, Russian Americans, and anyone else who's given up foreign oppression for American freedom. This is about where your loyalties lie. We simply cannot trust those who pledge allegiance to a hostile foreign power. That's why I signed Act 525, sponsored by Representative McKenzie and Senator Boyd to ban Chinese and Russian-made drones. And it's why I signed Act 758, sponsored by Representative McAlendon and Senator Stubblefield, banning public contracts with the CCP. We will make sure that every company operating in Arkansas is a friend to Arkansas and good to hardworking Arkansans. Secretary Ward has already notified Syngenta about this decision. If they refuse to sell, our Attorney General can move forward with legal proceedings and force them to get out of our state. Arkansas will always protect our farmers and our national security interest. I love it. I love it. And I think this is something that every red state should be doing. Whether they want to try to go through a proxy buyer, fine. If they're going to do this, then they need to come up with other stricter guidelines on how to purchase farmland, agriculture land, if it's zoned that way. Um, to do Just like the Democrats want to do enhanced background checks for firearms, we should want to do enhanced background checks on buyers 
of farms and agriculture land if there's a red only if there's a red flag that this is going to benefit one of our adversaries overseas that in, that in fact it is a proxy buyer i have to you're right i have to give credit where credit is due uh that that's great work on her on governor sarah huckabee sanders now she just needs to come out and endorse donald trump and i'll be all good with her um this th things like this need to happen and this is something that you should be pressuring your state legislature and governor to do this is something because now it's a topic and it's not getting talked about that much that's why i wanted to bring it up this is something that would be good for people to grassroots pressure their state representatives local representatives and say hey we don't want the chinese ccp tied companies buying land in our neighborhoods and buying land in our state so that they could steal american technology seed research grow food send it back overseas to feed their people to feed their military we and to possibly fuck with americans we don't want it and that is something great that people could do if they really wanted to get involved and you live in a state with a governor and a state legislature that would listen to that and you wanted to give them some grassroots pressure, well, why the hell not? Because that is a good thing. And I understand that Florida passed it and it's sitting in court and it's probably going to happen here too, but guess what? That's the system that we have. We just have to manipulate it. We have to know how to play it and we have to do it better than these commie fucks that hate us. <laughs> There is so much going on. The news is, is is it's happening so fast. I'm sitting at the I'm sitting watching all these news stories. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot to talk about. And there's gonna, it's gonna keep coming at us. And we have to pay attention to the important things. Not who's to blame to bombing a fucking hospital in Gaza. I don't care. I want to know what's happening here. Again, the flooding of the calls to members of Congress, the southern border. To me, the southern border, if I had to be a retard single-issue voter, for me, it would be the border. I'm not a single-issue voter, but the border is very, very important because I believe with the border comes security of, one, our country and our neighborhoods, crime goes down, the economy starts getting better, and we have to start somewhere. And then we have to, like Donald Trump says, launched the largest deportation operation in American history. We have a lot of work to do there because it's dangerous and it is what it is. So I want to end with a video. Again, uh, this actually came from MAGA War Room. I saw this this morning. You know, Biden's America versus Trump's America. Which America do you want your family to live in? Crossing the U.S. southern border is approaching record numbers again tonight. Meanwhile, the Biden administration also announced a controversial new policy that will allow nearly half a million migrants to temporarily stay and work in this country. U.S. now seeing a major drop in illegal border crossings out of Central America. And the numbers tell that story. Since voters elected Donald Trump, apprehensions of women, families, and children fell every month from 15,000 in November to just over a thousand in April. Americans clearly are hurting by this inflation uh, and, and by supply shortages, right. and that has turned their views sharply negative. I expected to see negative numbers. I didn't expect to see 
some of the worst polling numbers that we've registered in the 13 years that I've been doing this every quarter. The president is celebrating this latest jobs report, tweeting jobs, jobs, jobs this afternoon on Twitter. Here's why. The economy is on its longest job-creating streak ever. Last month, the U.S. continued its historic run, gaining more jobs for its 93rd month in a row. For June, the U.S. added 213,000 jobs, beating what everyone expected by 13,000 positions. A new phase of this war could start at any time. Israel's military saying it's prepared to fight on two fronts as clashes between the IDF and Hezbollah militants intensify on Israel's northern border with Lebanon. From Joe Biden to Nancy Pelosi, the praise has been pretty universal. Last week, President Trump announced that Israel and the United Arab Emirates, also known as UAE, would establish full diplomatic relations, making the UAE only the third Arab state after Egypt and Jordan to officially recognize Israel. It was a significant achievement with broad implications for the Middle East. Chaos or strength, the choice is clear. What America do you want to live in? I'm pretty sure most people will say they want to live in a strong country with a strong economy, strong border security, and a president that was able to achieve the unthinkable like they just pointed out. Peace in the Middle East, no wars. But they want to jail him. They want to persecute and prosecute him. They really want to kill him. And still no, yeah, Mayorkas impeachment. They want to worry about bullshit, going after Hunter Biden for bullshit and impeaching Joe Biden, which is never going to happen. But it'll be in congressional record. Go after Mayorkas. Let's make some real progress. Republicans got to do better. D.C. is broken. The Republican Party is broken. Can it be repaired? It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. Anyway, enough with the doom and gloom people. I really appreciate you all tuning in as usual. We had a lot of people in the chat. We had a lot of people watching. Do me a favor. Comment on the video and hit the thumbs up. I want to see 30 plus comments under this video. I'd love to see more. Put anything in. Put an American flag emoji in. Put a thumbs up. Tell me I'm an asshole. Tell me you hate me. Whatever you want. Just leave a comment because it helps the algo. The thumbs up button helps the algorithm. We, uh, we're, getting, we're getting out there in Rumble World. New people are coming in, it seems, by the day or by the week, and we need it. Trump 2024, feel that MAGA energy. Let the MAGA energy flow. I will be back tomorrow morning. It's Freedom Friday tomorrow, and I'll be back at 8 a.m. Eastern as usual. MAGA hat stays on. Enjoy the rest of your day. See you later.